What if there were one step you could take today to start infusing your life with exceptional habits? Hi, I'm Rebecca, and you're listening to Brain Snacks, the podcast that brings you bite-sized tips for designing a life you love. In this series, Dangerously Disciplined, we've been exploring some very simple steps to take the pain out of being disciplined and make it a natural part of your life. So far, we've focused on setting the stage to welcome constructive new habits into your life that will pave the way for you to achieve your most meaningful goals. If you've completed the exercises suggested in episodes 1 through to 3, you'll already have a habit up your sleeve that you want to introduce into your life. And today, it's time to do that. This episode is the final one in this series. And it's all about action, about turning your plans into reality. And so I want to start with a real story to illustrate the compound effects of good habits over time. The Honourable, the Chief Justice and the Associate Justices of the Supreme Court of the United States. Oh, yay, oh, yay, oh, yay. In 1956... Nine women were accepted into Harvard Law School in a class of over 500 men. One of them was Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the now 85-year-old dynamite female justice on the US Supreme Court. From the moment she stepped into law school, Justice Ginsburg experienced everyday indignities that were, in her words, part of the scenery. These included being denied access to the university library, being excluded from Socratic questioning in class, and being asked by the dean himself what she was doing taking a seat that could have been occupied by a man. But from the time she was a small child, her mother had bestowed her with two guiding principles that helped her rise above these challenges. Her first instruction was to be a lady and the second, independent, the essence of which was to stay calm and composed, never reactive, and to know how to fend for oneself. Now, just as you started to develop a picture of your ideal self in episode two of this series, the lessons imparted by Justice Ginsburg's mother formed the basis for her ideal identity. And as she grew, she added one more of her own, to be the kind of person who helps keep her country in tune with its most basic values. Guided by these principles, she began to rise to the challenges in her path. In her university days, against all odds, she made both the highly prestigious Columbia and Harvard Law Reviews. As an advocate for the advancement of gender equality and women's rights, she won multiple victories before the US Supreme Court, creating a legal landscape capable of challenging gender inequality. And in 1993, she was appointed as the second ever female justice on the US Supreme Court. 
described as a centre of power on and off the court, a poster child for being dangerously disciplined, Justice Ginsburg did not accomplish all of this overnight. In the words of Arie Nair, former director of the American Civil Liberties Union, she wanted to build the idea of women's equality step by step. This is the true story of a young woman harnessing her smarts and strong habits to become a champion of equal rights, a courageously dissenting justice and wildly celebrated pop culture icon, the notorious RBG. Her longtime friend, Professor Arthur Miller, describes her journey as like knitting a sweater. And this is exactly how you too can transform your life. Stitch by stitch. Step by step. How you too can move from wherever you're at right now towards your most meaningful goals. Towards becoming your most disciplined, courageous and successful self. fitting that we start the practical side of this episode with a quote from RBG herself. I think generally in our society, she says, real change, enduring change, happens one step at a time. So today we're going to focus on the one step you can take to get your new habit off the ground, which is designing it to stick. A sticky habit has three elements. A simple starting point, a lock, and a cherry on top. I'm going to break these down for you, but rest assured, I've also spelled out each element in a worksheet, which you can download from the transcript for this episode on the Results Coach website. So, number one, start simple. It's all very well for me to say, One of my ideal identities is to be fit and healthy. And to support this goal, I'm going to swim 40 laps of the pool first thing every morning. But until I've repeated this behaviour enough times to ingrain it as a habit, I'll wake up facing a decision point. And decision points are a gamble. Sure, I may head off to the pool, but I'm equally likely to roll over in bed. The idea of designing an ultra-simple starting point is to eliminate the decision point by introducing a habit that is so effortless, so unintrusive, you can just slide into it. To do this, you need to pare back your desired behaviour to the smallest possible action, like putting on your swimmers. If getting dressed is something you feel confident you can manage, then there's no obstacle to it. And as soon as you've done this, you'll naturally flow into the next logical activity, which might be picking up your pre-packed bag with towel and goggles and heading out the door. And if you get to the pool and only do five laps instead of 40, you're still casting a vote for your ideal identity because you're creating a new behavioural pattern. And that's what counts, not the level at which you're performing, which you can easily adjust later. 
I love this TED talk from Elizabeth Gilbert called Your Elusive Creative Genius, in which she says her job as a writer is not to produce a brilliant, best-selling manuscript, but simply to sit down and type. She calls this showing up. And when you pair your habit back to a simple starting point, so that you're merely getting dressed or typing words one key at a time, you are showing up for your best self. Once you've designed an ultra-simple starting point that you could manage even in your laziest of moods, you need to find a way to lock yourself into it. This is the second element of creating a sticky habit. Some people call this lock a Ulysses Pact. After the hero of Homer's Odyssey, who had his sailors stop their ears with wax and tie him to the mast of his ship so as not to be lured by the sweet, sweet siren song onto rocks as sharp and deadly as spears. According to the legend, Ulysses sailed safely past the sirens because he locked in his behaviour in advance. He'd been warned that he would reach a vital decision point at which he would likely not be thinking rationally, and so did not leave his choice to chance. I suggest you do the same. In fact, can you bring a decision point to mind right now? A moment in which you regularly find yourself at a fork in the path. Say a choice between heading off to bed at a reasonable hour or staying up late to watch another Netflix episode. Or a choice between outlining your next blog post or brewing yourself another cup of coffee. These are perfect points to introduce a Ulysses Pact to lock in your behaviour. Pacts typically fit into two categories. The first is to make the undesirable option unavailable. For example, using an adapter to cut off your internet power at 9pm every night would make it much easier to go to bed at a more sensible hour. The second category is to hold yourself accountable with social pressure. For example, promising your clients or coach that you'll publish a new article every Thursday will motivate you to show up to your writing commitments. I wonder, what sort of pact might work best for you? Finally, having introduced a simple starting point and a Ulysses Pact to lock in your behaviour, you get to add the finishing touch. A cherry on top, if you like, which really is the perfect metaphor for this last element, because what you're looking for here is a lovely way to round off your habit, leaving you feeling fulfilled and keen to perform it again. Your cherry on top is essentially a short-term reward, a golden star that reinforces your good behaviour. And actually, for some people, printing off a calendar and placing a star on each day that you complete your new habit so that you can visually track your progress may be enough of a reward. Habit tracking is a great motivator for people who get a kick out of quantitatively measuring winning streaks. If this is you, go for it. If not, you might prefer a more concrete reward, like a short break, a chat with a friend, a special gift to yourself. The sky's the limit and it really depends on your tastes and ideal identity because you want to make sure that whatever short-term reward you're gifting yourself aligns with that. 
So in the swimming example I shared earlier, I might promise myself that once I've swum a full 40 laps, I can relax in the sauna for 10 minutes, or warm up with a mug of hot chocolate. Both of these ideas are simple and pleasurable, provide an extra perk to look forward to, and are aligned with my ideal identity. Eventually, once you've repeated your behaviour enough times for it to become a habit, you'll embrace it as part of who you are and be intrinsically motivated to perform it. At that point, you may choose to continue or discontinue the reward. It's really up to you. But until then, incorporating some form of immediate gratification into your habit design can help make it stick. Yeah. Yeah. After I get it, I reinvest. After I get it, I reinvest. Now, something I failed to mention earlier when telling Justice Ginsburg's story was that she is fiercely dedicated to regular 60-minute workouts with a personal trainer. At 85, and despite often staying up late into the wee hours of the morning, poring over legal work, she can still do 20 proper push-ups. After I get it, I reinvest. When asked to comment on her exercise regime, she says, I always feel better, no matter how tired I am. At the end of that hour, I'm ready to go again. This is the point we want to get you to. And now you have the tools to do it. It's in your hands to make it happen. So to recap, you already know who you are and who you want to be. You know which behaviour you want to introduce. And now it's time to make your habit sticky by keeping it simple, locking it in and putting a cherry on top. You can download an activity sheet from the Results Coach website to help you do this. It's the one step you can take today to start layering habits in your life. It's the key to unlocking your most dangerously disciplined self and unleashing your full potential. And that, my dears, wraps up the Dangerously Disciplined series. If you have any questions or would like to share your experience participating in this podcast, please get in touch at rebecca at theresultscoach.com.au. Next up for Brain Snacks is a series of interviews with inspiring entrepreneurs, people who are doing work that matters across science, the arts, business, humanities, health and wellness and everything in between. I'm super excited to share these conversations with you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Brain Snacks and that you take some time today to pause, smile, breathe deeply. And thank yourself for investing in your education, health, happiness and success.